Welcome to the Revital Health Podcast. I'm Jodie Duval and I'm a functional naturopath in Perth, WA. This is a place where you can expand your knowledge on how to optimise your health and realise your full potential. We'll have cutting edge information with expert guests and having lots of fun along the way. Get ready to be empowered and motivated to reach your higher vitality and find your ultimate potential. Let's go! Revital Health is a proud member of the Health Optimization Network. Health Optimization Medicine and Practice is a 501c3 nonprofit on a mission to educate doctors and practitioners on how to optimize for health rather than treating disease. If you're interested in becoming a practitioner or donating, head over to homehope.org. Revital Health Clinic is the first and only of its kind exclusive health optimization clinic in Australia. With state-of-the-art technology, protocols and personalised healthcare, compounded medicines made specifically to your testing individualities. To find out more, head to revitalhealth.com.au. Self-care and feeling good about yourself is a huge part of health. In this podcast, I chat with Amate Ashell, Young Goose CEO and co-founder, who has been an entrepreneur in the biohacking industry and the beauty fields for a very long time. He has held executive roles in the health and wellness and beauty industry for over a decade, as well as being a business development consultant. As co-founder and CEO of Young Goose, the biohacking skincare company and host of the Young Goose's podcasting beauty podcast, Amate has been making waves in his industry through education and innovation. Young Goose embodies his two passions, performance optimization and skin health with products that boost the function of natural rejuvenation processes in the skin. Now, I have a fascinating conversation with Amate, such a beautiful person, as well as just really, really knowledgeable on skincare. And we met when we were over in the USA, and I tried products, and I'm going to be trying more of the products, but the science behind this is just so amazing. So it's really about how the science of looking younger and your skin can, with the right skincare, have what it needs to repair, restore and regenerate. And optimizing how your skin behaves by providing it with the right building blocks so your skin can function well and not only appear younger, but also behave younger. So I hope you really enjoy this one. I certainly got a lot out of this and we look forward to hearing what you all think. Welcome to the show, Amate. Thank you so much for coming on. And it's absolute pleasure to see you again after being in the USA. Yeah, definitely. You ladies have captured our hearts off the get-go <laughs> when we met. Uh, we're normally not that uh, th- that nice to people like off the get-go, but we <laughs> felt obviously you guys are uh, are connected to it. We have mutual friends and stuff, so we we really feel very close to you. So it's it's wonderful, you know, talking to you and seeing you again. Yeah, um, and and much the same, absolute ditto there. Uh, we felt like we connected straight away, uh, and yeah. It was, yeah, beautiful to meet people who are so passionate about biohacking health but also skincare which I've I've not met anyone like you guys so I'm really excited to chat all through the details today with you and just hear what really inspired you to become interested in this form of skincare because it's very uh, unique very unique so Amate, we'll get started there and just how did Young Goose come about Um, you know how did you become so focused and so passionate about skincare 
Well, that's uh, there are two converging, you know, plots there. The first one is um, in you know in the in the in the start, like uh, around 15 years ago, 13 years ago, uh, I was involved in a uh, therapeutic laser company that wanted to transition. You know, LEDs started to become available. You know, available. When I say available, they were mass. They 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 were mass produced, and they could be mass produced in, with within specific uh, wavelengths, etc. So, uh, this company really wanted to turn to the masses and create products that are direct to consumer products, if you would. And because I have a leadership background, I I was tasked with this project. I was the CEO of the company, and I was tasked with this project. And what happened was. Um, we found out that when you talk to professionals, when we were talking beforehand to, you know, the, the, the foremost paraplegic rehab center in the United States, obviously phantom pain, for example, or neurological issues were like the number one thing. But when you talk to the general public, we found out that the number one thing that they wanted results in, or they were excited to see results in was their skin. And it's a little bit addictive to someone like me with my background. Um, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I just want people to to um, to enjoy whatever I'm putting out there. Uh, so to me, it became addictive to give results that people can see with their own eyes and feel. Because as you know, in in our wellness field, the challenge sometimes is having people understand the results are are really something you're going to get in 20, 30 years. I think it's extremely difficult for us as human beings to understand the uh, accumulation of micro decisions and, and how they affect us long term, right? We can talk about the fact that we have a new liver every two to four years, half a heart every 25 years, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But really, it doesn't mean like we can we can be, get be very impressed with that stat then go out in one second, we're going to be forgetting all about it and have our next uh, tequila shot or, or whatever. Not that I'm bashing tequila, but, you know, so that's number one. Uh, I got addicted to, you know, giving the the people what they want, uh, basically, and, and seeing great results there. The other one was I love NAD or NAD, some people call it NAD. Plus, um, and uh, because I had some um, some brain trauma, things like that, I was getting an ADIVs uh, infusions, if you would, um, since, you know, since that time around 10 years ago. Right. And they can be nasty. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I don't know how much they cost in Australia, but in the United States, a course of five, you know, NAD drips could, could cost like $4,000 US dollars. So we really tried uh, through, our lab that we that we have to get NAD to bypass uh, infusions to infuse it through the skin. Mm. The but we failed actually. Um, the skin likes it too much. So if even if the molecules are small enough to absorb, the skin would 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 hold on to them and use them locally. Mm. So we just made lemonades out of lemons, like you know the, that 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 um, youthful skin. Um, mission maybe is, is larger than us. It, it haunts us. So wherever we turn, we end up doing something for the skin. So that's kind of, you know, 
as a company, I believe that in, you know, 10, 20 years, we're going to be something more uh, holistic, if you would. But I think there's a lot to having people seeing results in their skin in general, whatever, whatever health journey you're in, that could, could motivate a person. And I think there's a lot there. I don't know if you know, um, AG1 or Athletic Greens is, is like a very big, um, a lot of people, you know, as well in Australia. Yeah. Great. So AG1, I just listened to the Joe Rogan podcast like today and they're like, they're he is there talking about it. You know, I'm taking it, blah, blah. And this is what it does. One, two, three, four. And then he mentions aging. There's nothing that, uh, that helps specifically with aging, but I think there is something for people who are healthy or in their thirties, forties, fifties, that really, because we were talking about these micro decisions that we really cannot understand long-term, we cannot understand the health of our hip and why we would need, why, why we're preventing a hip replacement in our, when we're 75, when, when we're like 35, right? Mm -hmm. So having whatever we're doing also affect our skin, I think is major. And, um, and that is really what anti-aging means until we're, you know, 60 years old most of the time. Absolutely. And I think it's yeah. that, like you say, micro decisions and then that consistency. And in my practice, I always push those um, non-negotiable habits every day. And they're the ones that build the healthy system. They build the healthy skin, the healthy anti-aging system where you actually those you can't always undo what you've done, but you can always do better. And that consistency of habits across the days and months and years is much better than taking large doses of nutrients on one day and forgetting for three months or never seeing yeah. in the morning, no resetting circadian rhythm. And we'll get into blue lights and all the biohacking mm -hmm. stuff too. Um, all their yeah. like, build-ons. So they're, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think whatever doesn't tie up to your identity in the end, whatever you are, let's say you did something consistently for a year, just as a mental uh, mental drill that we're doing here. If it doesn't end up being part of your identity, you'll never be able to uh, stay consistent with it. We can talk about like alcoholism and, and addiction to cigarettes or to anything else really. And since the person still like years later identifies with it, either, you know, I am... I am a, a previous fill in the blank or anything like that. It's still part of their identity at some point. And that is a big part of why it's hard to um, kind of detach from it and vice, vice versa. If something's not, you know, being ingrained as part of your identity, it's extremely difficult to continue, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so true. I love, I actually have never heard it put that way, but it's what I talk about is the box, you know, take yourself mm -hmm. Box. don't put yourself in that box anymore it no longer serves you no longer belongs to you so we move that yeah. out it's all disease focus when we're in clinic yeah perfect amazing all right so let's talk um yeah young goose captured me um obviously you guys are amazing um as well as as people but what you've created is just incredible um i've never seen anything like that on the market there's biohacking skincare so i am wanting to get it in the clinics everyone because i always uh, get asked about skincare and the one the major major one is obviously people are trying to clean up their lives they're trying to get um purity across all sorts of things in terms of personal care but also wanting still the actives and the impact because a lot yeah. of Natural products don't have the impact of what the you know, pharmaceutical cosmetics have, um, but you're at a, a loss because you're not wanting to use some of those chemical-based products, right? Yeah. 
So talk to me about, and I know you guys have so many different products on the market at the moment, and I was going through, and I just love the way your website's laid out as well. You've got the biohacks, you've got the key ingredients, you've got what yeah. this, I love it. It's amazing. So talk me through your, I guess, what the difference of Young Goose in comparison to most of the other products on the market are. First of all, you you touched on a point that you it really shows that you are that it's part of your like uh, wellness is part of your identity because you've touched on a point that is extremely rarely discussed and there is really this dichotomy between wanting to get results and wanting not to harm other systems in your body because you want to get a result for a result for one thing specifically. I mean, even if you look at things that are extremely common. Uh, like uh, Botox, not that I'm for or against. Actually, I I don't really have an opinion on it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, but most people who are afraid of Botox, unless they're afraid of actual needles, it's because they don't know what it does to the rest of their body. Um, whether rightfully so or not, I think if they educated them in, themselves enough, they might find out that it doesn't do anything else for the body. Again, that's not where we come in, but... Um, the battle of, if you had a Venn diagram, one of the things that I describe biohacking skincare is, and biohacking in general, by the way, is finding that that synergy between something that does not tax the, the system, does not, you know, is not an endocrine disruptor, or um, we can talk about other things that are problematic with 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 products, and on the other hand creates results. And that is extremely tricky. Um, natural products as a, as a whole, just like if, if we used like a specific natural ingredient, two things can happen. One is that it doesn't work. Like our bodies is, is designed or our skin is designed to be a buffer between us and the environment. So whatever is like really mimicking nature, like one-to-one, probably would not will not work the only way it would work if it's a sensitizer if it sensitizes the skin and then the skin wants to recover from it the problem with that is that this is normally very i wouldn't say dangerous but it's very harmful for the skin um we didn't talk about like vitamin c for example if you put like 50% vitamin c on your skin you're, you're going to create burns that you would need to treat 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 you know uh, it's not going to be positive, right? But on the other hand, um, there is also, it's a biphasic dose. There is too little and there's too much. Um, and normally sensitizers work that way. And other than that, and the other thing is anything that that is making us adapt. So there's, imagine a gym. A gym is kind of sensitized, right? We're lifting a weight. We're micro tearing our muscles. The same weight is not not going to affect us the same. And that's why in general in skincare, there is this notion of, oh, I need to replace my skincare every so often. Mm-hmm. Most of the time people use the same product just by, by different brands. That's a, that's another joke we have. Oh, I can't use this vitamin C anymore. I'm going to use the, the other brand, which is funny. But um, that's number one. The other one is most medical grade skincare or like, you know, pharmaceutical grade skincare is going to create results in the skin, also through sensitizing most of the time. But let's say there are different uh, ways to go about it. But in order to have those active ingredients survive for many years, normally, like a year, two, three, four, between the times that they got produced until they get on your skin and then survive in your 
harsh bathroom environment for another, you know, three to six months, mm -hmm. they need to be, I mean, you really need to hire like a team of chemists to figure that out. And normally that's not being done with lilac petals and I don't know, and, and, and nice ingredients. So normally there are very harsh stabilizers there. Um, so what we are trying to do is, is really find the middle ground, find ingredients and stabilizers, et cetera, things that are going to make it so and from the moment we created it until it gets on your skin, our rule is 98% uh, efficacy. Mm. And to do that, normally we need to create products also in a much, uh, like on, on much uh, smaller, um, you know, window between when we create them, then they get to your skin normally three months that we're what we're trying to do. But also, uh, we're trying to to hire the best chemists in the world in the world to um, make sure that what we do is effective. That is one, one view of what we're doing. The other is the end goal of, of what we're trying to do with our skincare, which is really different than a normal skincare brand. And I'm sure if you've listened to any any uh, skincare advertisement, you'll re you'll remember words like um, improving the appearance of fill in the blank wrinkles, whatever that is, uh, promotes whatever very non-committal words, right? And the reason is normally what you're trying to do is is trick the viewer, the other person, to view you the, the user as a younger person by creating some kind of like Botox, right? Botox does not make you younger, but it makes you appear younger. Mm -hmm. That's normally what skincare is doing. And that's the end goal. They, they don't go more than that. What we are doing is really trying to lower the functional age of the skin. By lowering the functional age of the skin, the skin can then do more. Then we can use, you know, I'm going to use the word sensitizers because it's a very large, it's very large blanket we can, we can talk about, but then we can use things that ask the skin to turn over, to renew itself, to uh, treat specific things from from how our DNA functions onwards. Uh, you 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 mentioned how there is this, and and we talked about it. How there is this there is this um, challenge where we want to do something holistically, but we want it in the end to affect how we look and how we behave. Unfortunately. Um, only 20% of the reason our skin looks or ages the way it does is from what we do in, on the inside. It's called intrinsic aging. 80% is extrinsic aging is the, you know, in Australia, I bet it's a lot of UV, but mm -hmm. anywhere else, by the way, if you, if you live in the United States, I'm not sure about uh, statistics in Australia, but if you live in the United States and you live in a city, your, your skin's going to age more because of pollution than it is because of UV. And now we start to, we start, we are learning that blue light, artificial light also ages the skin. So there are many things that 80% of what we're doing is how we interact with the environment. Um, so what we are trying to do again is also have a younger, functionally younger skin to deal with those harsh environment stressors, also deal with a string extrinsic aging. And that the end, we also are trying to affect the way our body functions because our skin works better. So um, one of the like popular words you're going to hear about, you know, in, 
in a few years, you know that word, but I'm talking about the audience is mm -hmm. senescent cells, malfunctioning cells, cells that are, let's just call them zombie cells because that's a, the, the kind of common word to call them, right? Yeah. <laughs> so by eliminating, eliminating those in the skin with a product that we that is called ProCare, we can actually affect how the brain functions and how the whole body functions mm -hmm. because they are taxing our brain and our body. So that is a, an end result of what we're trying to do. But first and foremost, obviously, is give people resu real results for their skin, results that are reflecting the the functional age, the biological age of the skin, and not only the appearance of youth. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I love that. Um, it's that 20%, 80%, because I don't think a lot mm -hmm. of that the environmental burden on our bodies and external health of our skin, skin being an organ, you know, in itself and it's reactive. And when I tell people that um, we have light sensing clocks in our skin, they're blown away. I'm like, you can't yes. experience like up every day under lights or at nighttime at the wrong time. Your, your skin you know, very basically doesn't have time to repair. It thinks it's still midday. It's protecting itself. It doesn't go into healing. So we need yeah. to have our skin in proper healing. Yeah. So just as, by the way, the skin is designed to turn over the most amount of cells three hours after you are not exposed to blue light. Wow. So technically speaking, the, the, the what I, you know, if someone doesn't have the, the time of day to listen to, to a podcast, normally what I'm saying is 11 to 12. Yeah. Um, that's when you really, if you want beauty sleep, that's when you want to be asleep because you're getting, you're getting most, uh, the most amount of cellular turnover, whether you're asleep or not. So you want to support that process, mm -hmm. but also like when we, as we grow older, our body is prioritizing the skin more and more as a buffering organ and less as a organ that exudes vitality. Mm -hmm. It is a communicative organ when we are at reproductive age mm -hmm. and when we basically are past reproductive age, this is something that is going, you know, obviously gradually, but is turning more and more into just another, basically like a body, the, the whole body sunblock, if you would, or environmental block. Mm -hmm. So you could affect how your skin looks, but this is mainly by communicating to the skin that you are still vital. Other than that, you are really kind of, you need to kind of trick the skin to understand that and then to go ahead and repair itself, which is, which is a challenge, and, you know. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The internal environment. And I just love how closely your, your um, belief systems with the skin is matching the belief systems and the teachings and the clinical focus that I have from the clinic that we work from, you know, and it's yeah. the quality of ingredients, the passion, there's like, there's no cutting down on quality because of, you know, costing. And it's very important to know that, you know, that the importance of product um, quality, and it's the same with transcriptions. And it's, it's all the very, I really value that perception of how we're making a difference in the world and really sticking with our guns and not actually creating a less of a product to have, you know, a lie almost out into society about how it works. So, you know, I, and I, I want to cover lots more about other certain compounds with you as in mm -hmm. some and things like that. Because in Australia, obviously, we have a huge sun exposure and also, um, ironically, vitamin D deficiency, which is crazy. 
but we are so fun. But before that, I really want to talk about some of the key ingredients that you put into your products because that really excited me um, with some of the control, the NR Noble, some of the plant compounds, the you know, and how you landed on these particular ingredients. You know, what what made you go towards these, or even how you found out about them? Like that's that's exciting. Yeah, so that's a great question. But, but and we kind of did the opposite. Uh, what we were, we were trying to do is look at the hallmarks of aging, mm-hmm. which this is very new science. So if any if it's new to someone talk hearing about it, I mean the paper describing them mm. was published in 2013. So, but we can say since like the early 2000s until today, um, we have gone on this journey and understood what are the core tenants of uh, aging in every cell. Mm. And then it, they do change the, the expression of how that is, you know, how we, how we can, how, how that looks in the end differs from cell to cell, but the, but the underlying processes are similar or are identical for that matter. So we looked at what does it mean in the skin? What does it mean? Mitochondrial dysfunction? What does it mean? Telomere shortening? What does it mean? You know, uh, you know, nutrient sensing, diminished nutrient sensing, senescent cell burden, et cetera. What does it mean in the skin? And then we went back and said, okay, what are the most researched? What is the best way? What are the most researched molecule? But also what is the best way to affect that in the skin? And in the end, we are saying, okay, but that's all well. That's nice, cool, nice story. But now how do we have it that, you are, you're, you're, you can tell that this is working, you know, which is, which is another challenge. Mm, absolutely. So as far, yeah. So as far as those, those ingredients, we started with it with, as I said, with NAD, which the patent's called NR Noble, which means, you know, NAD is a huge molecule mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and not only that it's a very big molecule, so it's bigger than the pore. We can't really absorb it. If you remember like uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, people were talking about collagen yeah. uh, and every cream had collagen. Yeah. And it's funny, some creams, some creams still come out. I think some companies hope that people forgot. <laughs> so it's actually coming back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that is another molecule that just doesn't absorb. Another thing that is similar between NAD and, and collagen, even if it did absorb, mm. there are no highways between where it's going to absorb to and into where or to where it is needed. Hmm. So going, let's concentrate on NAD. NAD really needs connections. It needs uh, these pathways that usher it into the cell. Outside of the cell, it's nothing. It's like you tr- you pay for gas and then you spray it on your car. It's not going to do much, right? You need it in the engine. Yep. And, um, and, what we did is we used the building blocks, the things that are that do have these direct pathways mm-hmm. between the wherever it is getting absorbed in the skin until they get into the cell. And then the cell itself builds it back into NAD. And that's the way your body and my body uses NAD. Uses NAD, the end product is those are those building blocks, and then it kind of usher collects them like like someone who would collect mm-hmm. um uh shopping carts after people are finished with them in the in the parking lot and then you put it back in the in line and then people use them again so you know um 
so that is what we're doing with NAD. We're also making uh, these precursors, these building blocks that are called NR, NMN, NA, and tryptophan. We we nanosize them and we lyophilize them. We we wrap them in in a in a gift wrap that are that is made out of lipids, and that makes them much more stable, as we said before. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they get back into the cell, etc. Uh, the problem was that what we noticed is, as I said before, is that the the skin has no idea that this is something that that a wrinkle, for that matter, is something that is wrong with the skin. Wrinkle doesn't have any inflammation attached to it. Hyperpigmentation, for the most part, doesn't have any inflammation attached to it. So the body doesn't know it's something that it needs to heal or to treat. Mm. That is when you use, let's say, you know, our bioretinol, which mimics how retinol is used in the body, et cetera, to stimulate renewal in the skin. Mm. But because within the NAD product, we were trying to have like this kitchen sink approach to everything that's that's uh, aging related as far as fuel in the skin. Mm. We also used, uh, I'm sure you are familiar with resveratrol. I'm sure many of the viewers are, are familiar with resveratrol. So resveratrol is actually toxic for the skin. Really? The skin, yeah, the skin doesn't have the enzyme. So resveratrol, remember we talked about sensitizers, resveratrol, and by the way, turmeric as well. Um, they are, what we are getting the benefits from are the defense mechanisms of grapes for that matter, or turmeric or curcumin, which is the um, is the active compound there that is, benefiting us is the defense mechanism of the plant. So if we talk about resveratrol, that's an antifungal in, and it's also expressed when, when uh, grapes are being exposed to a lot of UV. And if anyone has ever uh, heard or listened or read David Sinclair's book, he explains very well that we did not evolve to understand when there's like extreme high UV in the environment, as we know from living in Australia. Um, But we have evolved to sense different compounds being expressed in plants and fortify ourselves. Mm. Going back to resveratrol in our skin, this sensitizer, this thing that is expressed by the plant is actually kind of stressing our system Mm. is being eliminated quite quickly in our gut. That's Mm. why we need to take it with fats or things like that. In our skin, the thing that eliminates it does not exist. So it's going to stay there and going to cause harm eventually. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you, if anyone has like a resveratrol serum, serum in their house, mm-hmm. uh, they can flip the bottle and they'll see that it's one of the last ingredients in the ingredient list. It means there is a very small amount because it's mainly to say that there's it's, if it would have done anything, it would have been a problem. So what we're doing is we are fermenting resveratrol and we're at, we're, we're basically making up for that inability to break down resveratrol in the fermentation process. And it makes resveratrol 50 times more bioavailable, non-toxic, and something that your skin can use. So that's just one example, but we have many peptides, um, CoQ10, PQQ, um, a special type of vitamin C, turmeric, in this one product that is called Care, which is like our kitchen sink. It's a moisturizer, but it's like that's what we believe everyone should be using. It also we also have one specific for the eyes. It's called eye care. Not yep. very original, but it's called eye care. Uh, and these two are like our 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 foundation. Uh, they are not 
they're not cheap, but they're not that expensive. We believe most people will be able to afford them. And that's really your, your, how you start the journey mm -hmm. after that. Yeah. You can use, we have like 12 products, so you can use different serums or uh, a mask that we use that's called hyperbaric mask, which is our, our number one seller here in America. Enough to try. <laughs> yeah. It's really cool. It mimics the benefits to the skin you're getting when you're go going in a hyperbaric chamber. Mm. Um, so we have all these other products that are piggybacking on that ability of the skin to perform tasks way, 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 way better, uh, due to care and eye care, which actually we can have the skin perform like a 20 years younger skin. Wow. Yeah. It's impressive. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with this, um, obviously we're mentioning on the price tag as well, because I guess a lot of clients would come up and say to me, you know, why are things so expensive? Even with healthcare, you know, you, you, you pay for what you get. So, and I feel that the quality of, of what you input is also the quality of what you output because you actually value it more. So there's yeah. that view I find with that, but also knowing why and the education around why and the belief in these products and knowing how they work. So I just want to touch quickly on, you know, you, you mentioned about results um, and mm -hmm. So, you know, give, I guess, the listeners an example of what you're looking for in your results. Obviously, it's very different person to person, this personalized yeah. medicine, skincare. Um, so we're, we're obviously looking at different conditions for each different person. But what are we expecting from young ghosts? You know, what do you normally tell people? So one of the things that we've been noticing for a decade now, since we started researching this uh, almost a decade ago uh, until today, one of the first things is is increased what we call luminosity, which is not which is not oiliness. Okay, it's um, skin auto luminosity is something that is now being gauged as a as a um, tell for uh, skin biological age. So how radiant you are, how you know um glowing your skin is is like as a big part of um a healthy a healthy and young looking skin mm. other than that again if we create a good system if we follow a system that is right for us and people can go to our website and create a quiz and and go over a quiz but it's pretty pretty simple um if you're interested more in pigmentation or wrinkles or laxity or um you know, puffiness around the eyes or acne. Um, mm -hmm. These are things that you can do specific steps or go through specific steps to make sure that we are changing them or hydration. Yeah. We are changing them on a much more fundamental level. Um, so I want to come back to the products now. Mm -hmm. uh, and I know, you know, I just wanted to touch with that in terms of, um, you know, results and, I will also after this, because I want to get some of the clinic products in clinic and I, I want to test, um, be a self-tester, which I always have to be before I yeah. do lots of different things to clients. So I'll be getting a whole routine together for myself, um, particularly. Cool. But I want to also touch on um, things like peptides because we haven't actually yeah. touched peptides just yet. Um, give me a rundown. So I've, I've dabbled a little bit in copper some of the copper peptides, but more internal. So that yeah. would be um, not supplementing the skin with that. Give me, give me your perspective on peptides. Okay, I apologize. We use peptides, okay? Let me start with that. But I apologize for anyone who's uh, 
you know, spent their uh, their money looking or spend their money on products that promote peptides specifically uh, by what I'm going to say right now. So the fact that you've experimented uh, or you have some experience with copper peptides when they are injected is the way to go. Okay. Um, in general, peptides work much, much better ingested or ingested depend, depends on the peptide, but ingested or injected um, in the skin. They, again, they are tricky to use, tricky to stabilize, and they also are not naturally occurring in nature in a way where the skin would know it needs to absorb them. So you really need to use them, and we use them as a tertiary strategy. And that means that we are using other molecules that call on the use of those peptides, if you would, or we're using other. So the peptides that we're going to use and we're going to use successfully are peptides that improve how collagen is created in the body or in the skin. Um, we can talk about a specific uh, peptide that is going to become very popular. The name, the patent uh, is called Tigo. PEP up for. Um, and that is actually not a copper peptide, but what it does do, it increases the expression of the collagen genes that kind of turn off or turn down a little bit with age as we grow older. And that means that the collagen that we do create is not ideal. Okay. Cause collagen actually, there are eight different genes that are in charge of collagen production. And there are more genes that are in charge of how collagen how collagen is being utilized. Mm -hmm. So what we are trying to do with peptides, with other compounds is to improve the, the, the or to like, it's an equalizer of, a, of, a, of music, right? We're trying to improve how epigenetic expression is, 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 or how genetics are, is being expressed, which is called epigenetics, which would lead to much positive results. But as you can infer from what I was saying, we also need to ask the skin to create collagen and that we do through some marine comp compounds that we use or, uh, bio retinol or, um, vitamin C. So there are, there are, you, you kind of need to have it as a support Copper peptides specifically uh, in the skin, we use only in our eye care product. Why is that? Is because, well, we actually use it in a different model, which is our professional model. We have a peel that's unique because it has th this copper peptide, but we can understand that if this copper peptide improves how your skin is re rebuilding itself, mm -hmm. it would be positive when we have broken down some of that skin, right? Around our eyes, what is going on is that this is a very thin skin and it is always, so I don't know if uh, I'm sure people listening to you would know what glycation is, but in case, in case people don't glycation is when there we're, we're consuming sugar and these sugar molecules, and I'm really oversimplifying kind of travel and attach themselves to protein. And by the way, in our skin, guess what protein is very prevalent? Collagen. So they're making our skin not only thinner, but also more rigid. They're dis disrupt disrupting the function of the skin. Mm -hmm. What we are trying to do in eye care as a whole is thicken the skin and be thicken the skin and have the skin more pliable. 
which is the opposite of thin skin, which caves and creates puffiness or the opposite of puffiness for some people. Um, and when the skin is more rigid, guess what? It's not only that it doesn't bounce back immediately when we smile, it also creates more wrinkles because it is like um, a drier um, rubber, you know? Um, so it is, it is getting cracked more. So we're trying to, to negate that. And we have a, a proprietary peptide complex mm -hmm. that is that kind of um, delicate dance between asking for repair, supporting repair, and um, fueling repair with, with our NAD uh, precursors. Um, but alone, peptides are, are much better injected and... Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it really depends. We, if we have like active scarring, which we are looking into, we're looking into peptides that are really help with open wounds and scarring and things like that. Um, but not necessarily just having a wrinkle, applying a peptide on it, and it's going to work like magic. There is one exception. <laughs> and that that is uh, something that is called neuropeptides or neural peptides, which are peptides that are a little bit like Botox, a little bit. I'm talking about like 10%. Mm -hmm. And what these are going to do, they're going to give you short-term results, which are, which is cool. You're applying it on. They also accumulate. So within, you know, six to eight weeks, it's like we, we applied like 10 to 20% or we accumulated 10 to 20% of what Botox is, but that's not what we have them there. Mm -hmm. We have them there because we don't want this. It, it creates a, a, a pretty interesting thing where the skin does not contract in the same place twice. What happens normally, if you think of how you would cut a paper without scissors, you're going to kind of fold it and you're going to play with that paper and then you're going to rip it and it's going to rip in a very even fashion. And the reason is, is because the, the, the groove is already there. It's the easiest point to, um, to release pressure. And our skin does the same. So we we smile once when we're young, we're smiling, we're smiling as, as we grow older, these lines are just becoming folds that release pressure in the same place over and over and over again. And by limiting the contraction of the muscle a little bit, we are actually kind of randomizing that, that signal. So sometimes this muscle can contract here, sometimes it can contract there. And we are basically not letting the skin to accumulate contraction in the same place over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. So that's one example where we'd be using heptapeptides, peptides that are neuromodulators or neural uh, peptides. Fascinating. I'm so glad yeah. I questioned. <laughs> you know, I love Amate how you talk about the skin as this um, it is, and this beautiful live organ that you're using art and science to really work with rather than again. Mm -hmm. And I just, I love, I just love the way that you're, you explain it as it moves through. Mm -hmm. Captivating. So yeah. Thanks. The, the, the respect you have for the skin and the way that you're working with it is, is incredible. Yeah. I think, you know, look, I am, I'm as, as you know, our first conversation, um, uh, when, when we talked, I was like, oh, I have, you know, I know these people in Australia cause they do jujitsu. So I'm obsessed with jujitsu, uh, which is a martial art. And that's a big part of my life. And a lot of my health decisions are driven towards what is going to help me perform better on, you know, when I, when I do my sport and there is a lot there, I think it's very complicated part ego that you're harnessing to something, hopefully positive. 
part understanding that this is where I am encountering, whether aging or good results, more and that's like a litmus test to whatever I'm doing. I think it's really, really like so uh, psychologically complicated why I'm I'm placing so much of my in, my health journey on that one focal point, right? But what it one of the things that it taught me is that we are all different and we can have that focal point uh, to help us to make decisions and to motivate us. So we do make healthy decisions, and but we have that point, one point that we can refer back to and say, oh, I can see changes in fill in the blank. I want to continue doing whatever I'm doing in order to get those changes. And that is for a lot of people that is the skin. And this is as vain as my jujitsu or someone else's brain function because they are whatever they don't, I don't know, they don't want to sleep more than six hours, but they want to perform like uh, like someone who slept nine. And another person is going to be, um, I don't know, something else, right? It's going to be their 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 six pack. It, it's any, it, we're all different, but the, the underlying mechanisms that we're, that we're going to be engaging in that we're going to be communicating with, they're the same. So that is why. I I know they're really the motivators towards the end goal, but also pushing you towards where you want to get to. Yeah. Yeah. That's why, that's why I have so so much respect for the skin because it's just, it's just a way to motivate us to get to, to, to affect everything else in our lives. Obviously everything can, can, can be too much we can we can make wrong decisions if we if we have just if we zero in on only the wrinkle here if we're like instead of like skin health we're going to be torturing ourselves and loving ourselves less because we have some wrinkle here or we we meet people believe me that you can see that they've gone over the edge they're like yeah but look when i do this here this comes out and you know there we can we can get into the weeds here but uh, it, you know eventually if we can improve someone's skin it means as, as as i said when we grow older it really does mean that their entire body is probably working better because it's it's not the first organ that the body prioritizes so it's a good litmus test Absolutely. And, you know, we, we're not going to jump into sort of skin issues, but I get a lot of um, skin um, problems coming to me in clinic. And it's one of the major factors that people are like, I know it's not everything, but, you know, if only I could have just a little bit better skin, it would make me feel so much better about myself. And they really... Yeah. The perspective of like, I don't want to have perfect skin, but it really is impacting me on a daily basis when I wake up and look at myself in the mirror. And I really feel for them because it's, you know, definitely something that can motivate you more. So um, I feel that work you're doing is is really creating better people because it's they're feeling more confident in themselves on the outside and knowing and believing then in a product that they can actually use. Well, there's something that I feel, you know, proud of more, way more than heptapeptides or uh, NAD and that is uh, resolving skin trauma or trauma that is held in the skin mm-hmm. um, and that is something we I never speak of because I think oh. I think it's uh, I think we're not there yet not not I'm not talking about us as a company I think us as a world mm-hmm. uh, I think trauma is only we only are starting to talk about trauma and there's so much there that i would like someone to do before they try to resolve trauma that is held in their skin 
uh, you know, whether it is uh, fasc fascial work, whether it is, you know, going and resolving some traumas that are held in, in their, in their brain for that matter, in their memories. And, but um, every product we make, we are trying to incorporate ingredients there that are addressing trauma that is held in the skin. Wow. And yeah, and that is something we never really uh, go into because we feel that it it would it would create a completely different conversation, right? We're going from you know my again like a wrinkle on the forehead to um, to something that we have held for twenty years. These are these two don't really connect that well, but I believe that there is so much more to skin care than or skincare is more akin to self-care than it is to beauty process to, in my eyes. If you are taking that time, whether it's five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever that is, to um, to take time for yourself and kind of maybe do affirmations together with it, um, some kind of a meditation or mindfulness while you're doing the process, the first thing you mentioned today was that that's going to improve, like our thoughts are going to improve the results of what we're doing. And I couldn't agree more. There is a reason that placebo is 30% of every cure. Um, and if you can harness the power of your mind to improve your skin, there's so much there, so much there, whether it is the fact that trauma um, inhibits some lymphatic drainage, trauma makes us obviously contract our skin more. Um, it is also being held in the skin and in our fascia. So it, it literally uh, creates inflammation, creates um, movement that is not natural and is repetitive. And you can see people like, like Gordon Ramsay or no offense, Gordon, or other people that are um, dealing with a lot of high emotions. You can see some places in their skin that you're asking yourself, how how's a wrinkle even there? Like you'll see a lot of people that have wrinkles here, mm. here, uh, that's called the marionette lines. And these are mainly, uh, due to, uh, withheld emotions. Mm. Um, so there is, there is, I think a journey that someone can do within skincare that is an opportunity, mm. um, well, or within, you know, self-care, that's an opportunity that it can actually take you to a much better place emotionally. Uh, not only loving yourself more because you look better, but rewarding yourself uh, for taking better care of yourself when you're looking in the mirror and you're seeing some change. It should be a sign that you've just a, a pat on the back uh, because you've been taking care of yourself for a month, for a year, whatever that is. Uh, and that should you know encourage you to go forward. But it shouldn't be separate from from your self-care in my eyes in my opinion absolutely wow i didn't think we were going to land here but i am so glad we uh i have not heard it put that way before i i see patterns in skin a lot with different forms of trauma you know seeing multiple clients over the years obviously you form patterning across clients and same symptoms and then i see certain things within the body as well and presentations yeah. Um, illnesses and diseases in certain areas according to traumas and emotions that people experience and it's it's fascinating to watch those same things appear in the same area 
And the same, mm-hmm. like you're just saying that and I'm thinking of multiple, but I've never actually put that together before and thought about that in those specific areas. You know, the body keeps the score, the fascial keeps the score. It's something that we need to learn to release. We work with so many different forms of release, um, you know, therapies and form of clearing, but we actually don't work specifically. Well, I don't know of anyone working specifically with the skin. So yeah, you're right. There's a lot more to come. Yeah, I agree. Um, not that I'm saying, you know, some people have this notion of, and I'm and I'm respectful of that, um, and the, not just lip service, but some people are saying, you know, I've earned whatever that is, the wrinkle or whatever that is, okay? I'm fine with that, okay? But how about earning less of that? Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, it, it can be, you, you might've earned whatever that is. You should be proud of whatever you've done until now. You, first of all, you've survived, you know, whoever you are, whatever age you are, you're, you're, you've won the uh, genetic, lo- genetic lottery and the historic lottery. You're doing way better than, you know, 99.9% of people throughout history. So you're already a winner. Okay. Having said that, um, how about earning a, a, a change? How about earning a, a, uh, a positive um, renewal or, or change in your life. I think, um, you know, having that, you know, benchmark and seeing improvement from then on, but making sure you're tying it together with other types of work and improvement, uh, is the future of, of, um, skincare for that matter. We are trying to do it a lot. I know. So you said, I've never, you know, a couple of times you said, I've never thought about something that I said in a certain way, mm-hmm. That is the kind of the wrong way. So obviously I'm a head of a skincare company. That is the worst thing that a, a business can do in skincare. Mm-hmm. There is a reason I, I mentioned turmeric like 700 times in a podcast. And the reason is because, you know, the largest uh, player in the skincare market in the world just came out a year ago or two years ago with a with their new line. And you'd think, you know, wow, that's um, when the U.S. comes out with a new fighter jet. It's supposed to be the best in the world, right? So we'd expect it to be amazing. No, but it's based on turmeric. <laughs> Why is that? Why It's not because turmeric, first of all, is not the end-all on end all, be-all. We use it. It's, it's, it's great, but it's not the best product that you should center your skincare line around. So why are they doing it? The reason they're doing is is because maybe you and I have known turmeric for 30 years and and Ayurveda have known turmeric for uh, 3,000 years, but a person in, you know, no offense to any any place in the globe, let's just choose like Central America where, where people are, you know, we have some locations there. So when we travel there, you know, you see people, you see, um, a healthy, healthy spot has, you know, um, sugar cane juice and, um, white bread as their, as their healthy food. So sometimes it's only about like being privy to specific knowledge, right? So they need to make sure this company needs to make sure everyone is educated in what they're saying. If I'm going to try to have a clickbait and the clickbait is going to be in a language no one understands. Guess what? There's no, no one's going to press on that link, even if I say the most outrageous thing in the world, right? So that is us as a skincare company. We're actually doing the worst thing possible, and that is the bleeding edge. <laughs> it means if we're doing things correctly, 99% of people wouldn't know what we're talking about. So it's very so. There are many, 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 many things 
that we would love to get into, but it, it is extremely difficult to yeah. um to uh yeah. <laughs> and totally I'm sure you feel the same. Absolutely. You have to pull push on the brakes more often than accelerate because you have to wait for everyone else to be catching up with the lingo, with the technology, with the, you know, Perth, I feel is the biggest break <laughs> that I have to have my foot on all the time because <laughs> it's a little bit slower than the rest of the world, I feel, in in the stuff that we are looking at, these biohacking areas. Well, first of all, the, you know, you guys speak English, which is a gift because I come from Israel originally. Uh, we work with, with the only Israeli biohacking center and what they need to deal with as far as education, imagine that you, anything that you wanted your, your clients to know, you, you had to translate yourself and you had to be the, 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 not only the translator, but the copywriter, right? Like a lot of things do not translate. Well, imagine if there is no, imagine living in, I don't know where, okay. I don't know. But somewhere that zombies are not a thing. Now try to explain zombie cells, right? Uh, so, so <laughs> and obviously we, you know, one of the things that, so when we went into, like, I'll give you a small story. So when we went, when we uh, researched our senescent, so ProCare, which is one of the things we're most proud of, which mm -hmm. we're mimicking the effects of rapamycin, and metformin, which are two drugs that are being used in, in longevity, in anti-aging, but are not originally from that field. So a lot of people are going to know about them because they are they are, they have they serve other purposes. Mm. But we then needed, as I said, everything starts with this big viewpoint of okay. Um, we want to eliminate senescent cells. We want to mimic rapamycin and metformin in the skin. But then we need to say, okay, but but what does it give the person? What's going on there? Can we show before and afters? Can we whatever? And one, so obviously we show before and afters when we publish the research. But what we're also doing is we are measuring something in the skin that is that is that is being improved. And one of the things that is improved. Is, a, is the skin's aging uh, clock protein, which is called progerin. Mm. And like, and I really, it, you know, there is a movie with Robin Williams that he gets really old really fast. <laughs> and that is my example. That's progeria. That's a disease. If you are accumulating it too fast, there are, in reality, <laughs> These people do not grow as tall as Robin Williams did in the movie when they are 10 years old. They are kids with an aging face. In the movie, they needed to have, you know, there was no, no special effects when they made that movie. So Robin Williams is this older guy that's supposed to be like 10 or 11. But that is my example. Imagine I didn't have that example. I would never be able to explain explain what progerin is and what happens if you accumulate too much of it, right? So I think even though... It, Perth might be like uh, a little bit behind. You have you have English, which is which is already a, a huge plus. Or French or Spanish. I think these three obviously are the main languages that information travels within. Mm -hmm. um, maybe Portuguese a little bit. I don't know. Uh, Chinese probably. But um, we really are lucky that we are in this um, 
free-flowing um, environment of, of, of information environment that we can at least have some common references that we can we can use so we're one step ahead of anyone that's completely yeah. in the dark no i agree and then focusing on that i think is really really good um yeah i'm gonna say before we run out of time i've got lots of more things to say <laughs> but yeah go ahead uh, I, I just want to touch on um so we've, we've gone through obviously key ingredients and we've landed mm-hmm. there uh, mechanisms of delivery and why we're using obviously the skin and looking after the skin in the way that you do um so we've talked about a little bit more about expected results and you know all, the, all sorts of things there and then also I want to touch on quickly the harm of skincare and negative ingredients and sunscreens will fall under that banner and then I want mm-hmm. to get- bit more of a practical application for people listening and clients where they might look like starting with young goose and what that yeah. sort of mean and what's the other biohacking sort of side of things that we can add on to that so let's start with that sort of toxicity of the skincare okay first let me just say that most things because we're you know biohackers or whatever that is we are aware that things that some concentrations are good and in other concentrations are bad Okay, so that's the most important thing. If I said a specific ingredient, we can talk about even like fat, like we can talk about any ingredient. There are areas that it might be positive and then others that it might be negative. That's number one. Um, But within that chemical sunscreens, really, there is no positive. There's like, that's actually something pretty, pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we need to be aware of when we talk about skincare is temperature change. Because if you remember like the the idea, the thing that happened in America that people started to f- basically fall dead because of elect- electronic cigarettes, it's because of vitamin E. Mm-hmm. And you think, you know, vitamin E, why is it so bad? But it's not vitamin E that they were inhaling because they, it's its composition changed through, through uh, thermal energy, through uh, heat. So chemical sunscreens, the problem with chemical sunscreen is that they absorb light and convert it into chemical, uh, into thermal energy. And that means that everything else that you have in your, on, on your skin, in your skin, um, and within that, within that, um, sunscreen is then being chemically altered, but not only that we are also sun in general is a detoxifier. It makes us release toxins. When that layer of chemical sunscreen sits on your skin, it does not allow um, um, toxins to be released from your skin. So you're accumulating them at a higher level in a thinner area of the skin. They're not being, you know, dispersed as much as they were before. And that is actually very negative. I'm not going to mention, you know, harsh, things that can happen from it in order not to scare people off. I, I ju- I'm just saying don't use chemical sunscreen if you can avoid it. Um, and that is kind of about that. Another thing that happens in the U.S., it also happens in, in Australia, is mineral sunscreens, which they are actually not doing that. They're like small mirrors. They reflect it. That's why the problem with them that they can leave like a white cast. Um, uh, but there are ways to avoid it. Um the the problem with these guys is that well not with them but if you look at a mineral sunscreen i'd really recommend looking at the back and making sure that the only active ingredient that there is there is zinc oxide not nano zinc oxide everything else seems to have negative effects uh, like titanium dioxide things like that but aside from that the reason i'm saying it is because in america you're going to have something saying mineral sunscreen 
and only like 3% is going to be mineral and the rest is going to be chemical. But because they have some mineral in it, they say mineral sunscreen. Fortunately, since mineral sunscreen is, is, is registered as a drug, or I'm sorry, sunscreens in general are registered as a drug in the United States, at least I'm sure in Australia as well, the, the active ingredients have to be stated and their percentage has to be stated. So you can just flip the, the bottle or the package and make sure that the only active ingredient is zinc oxide. And the uh, ratio is about uh, times three. So let's say 17%, like SPF 40 for that matter. Um, bear that in mind. Another thing, if we talk about sunscreen specifically, and that's actually from Australia, uh, that, that data, antioxidants are increasing the effects of the sunscreen. So that's why higher end sunscreens are going to have antioxidants together with uh, sunscreens. And because we like peptides, I'm going to share with you that what we did was we also use a peptide that helps deal with EMF and blue light. Uh, because we believe, again, as I said, there we need to protect. We need to be like a 30, 360 degrees protected, right? Um, so we use a peptide called Ectoin, which is really cool. Have you ever heard about uh, extremophiles? They are these little microorganisms that they're saying that can survive on an asteroid and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. they look like little teddy bears. Um, and they have a peptide in their cell membrane that keeps repairing it. And we can actually harness this peptide and use it in our sunscreen to also help deal with EMF, blue light, and other things that are actually harming our cellular membrane. Um, so that's really cool. That's about sunscreens. But other harmful ingredients, really, I would say, well, I'd say something else because harmful ingredients are very easy to Google. Most of the time, there's a lot of fear mongering and misinformation. But what, what I would say is about quality of ingredients. Okay. Um, there, another thing that came from, from Australia, I don't know if you know, uh, that a guy won in a lawsuit against McDonald's. And what McDonald's had to admit, that's in Australia, actually, as if I remember correctly, um, McDonald's had to admit that the meat that they were using was not supposed to be used for human. It's not edible for humans. So humans. So what they did, they, they were chemically processing it to basically eliminate things there. It was rotten. So they eliminated it, the rot with chemicals. Why am I saying it? It's because meat is not meat. And I'm sure everyone listening here knows that, right? There, are, you, It's not the same thing if you buy rotten meat and chemically treat it than if you buy like pristine, grass-fed, organic. They massage the cow and, I don't know, put binaural beats on it every every day. I don't know. But um, but that, that yields a completely different uh, type of meat, right? And in our chemical ingredients... That pretty much works the same. Where you get it? How long did was it left on the shelf before it became a product? Mm. You know, it, if I buy something towards the end of its expiration date, I buy it for less money, mm. and that kind of connects to what you're saying about you know quality of ingredients stuff like that. So, not that I'm saying that um, the higher the price, the better, blah, blah, whatever. But there is a reason like one hyaluronic acid is going to cost like $6 a vial and another one, six, 160. Okay. Um, that was so another... bear that in. <laughs> that was what? Hyaluronic acid is a big topic of a lot of people. Right. Uh, so hyaluronic acid in general is also like, I, 
we call so in our adaptogenic HA firming boost, we do have hyaluronic acid, but we believe in like a 3D type of hydration where hyaluronic acid hydrates more the top layer of the skin, which isn't negative, by the way. That I think a lot of people think it's negative because it doesn't provide the results that it is touted to provide. But um, we use a an adaptogenic mushroom and another patent, which is called Aquacell, which is, do you know Cindy Crawford? She had a skincare line that's that was based on lemon rind. And the reason is because they wanted to, they kind of wanted to copy that patent. <laughs> so yes. that patent basically is is mainly lemon rind, uh, melon, melon rind. I'm sorry. Uh, and what it does it it um it also increases hydration. But um that snow mushroom, aquacell, and hyaluronic acid really hydrates the entire organ, the entire skin, and that is much more important um than just having something that feels more hydrated. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong is that they put something that maybe it feels more hydrated. Mm. But the problem is do you can test it. You can just not use anything for a day, two, three, four, and see if uh, your skin still is hydrated. Did we change something, something fundamental or was it more the feeling of hydration? And then we're getting back to what we said in the beginning, normal skincare gives you the experience that you want, but does not create fundamental change. Mm -hmm. So what we're trying to do, whether it's hydration, wrinkles, acne, pigmentation, whatever that is, is to create fundamental change, which has carry over. It's like when you cook your steak, you take it off and it keeps cooking for like five minutes. We want carry over when we use products. So just as an example, the HA firming boost has a four day carryover. Um, and, 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 um, most of our other products also have carryover. It doesn't mean that you can use them for a while, not use them ever again, but it does mean that you accumulate real results. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to try that one too. You're going to get a big order from me after this. <laughs> That's um, the problem when talking to me. Oh, I know. I just get so excited. I'm already excited about skincare and treatments and also oh. a better way. So um, I love, I love this topic. So let's let's talk about the practical applications of your range and give mm -hmm. an idea of a routine that you commonly recommend people to use to get their best. You know, a lot of people want to know what can I do minimally? What can I do to complete like let's go optimize the full optimize versus the basic start. Okay. So we do have that. So if if someone did a, a if someone, you know, doesn't want to listen to me anymore, because I'm going to say some cool things, I believe, right now. But if someone doesn't want to listen to me anymore, they can go get a like a four or five question quiz on our website, and they'll get that. They'll get a minimal like two product, uh, you know, series or up to like five, seven product series, uh, if that is what they want. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. So as I said, we have care and eye care, which our which are our really most fundamental thing that you can imagine. You can think of them more as longevity product rather than unless you have something fundamentally malfunctioning in the skin, uh, you will not see crazy results. You are going to see them if your skin is struggling. Um, other than that, we only have one cleanser, one, you could call it a toner. It's not really a toner. It's more of a hydrator than a toner, but it does balance pH levels. And that's something I'm going to get into in a second. But then really what you're going to do is you're going to um, create that equalization or, or, or play with your routine 
routine is going to change from one person to an, to the next with the serums that we use. Um, and they are the ones that give these different homeworks or, or that's if you choose to, to have a, a master or bachelor's in science or philosophy or whatever, you still have, you still need to speak English and to know how to read, but then the material is changing. Your homework is changing, right? So these are the serums. And then you can boost everything up with our hyperbaric mask. But I'm going to start with, um, what, so our cleanser um, in, enhances uh, longevity processes. So it eliminates the thing that breaks down NAD in the skin. Uh, it's called CD38. And, um, and and we do it with Apigen, and with, which is a chamomile uh, extract that is rich in that material. Apigen is not what makes you sleepy in chamomile, but it also is a telomere uh, support ingredient. And it also eliminates that thing that breaks down NAD, which is the molecule of life, the, the fuel of our cells and that lowers with age, and that is a big part of aging. So that's number one. That's what we have only one. It fits everyone. If you need, you know, something else, go ahead and use it. Um, our why would we need to tone the skin? So everyone, you know, I think it's I think if you're using a toner, you don't even know, or, or I'm not talking about you specifically, but most people don't know why they use a toner. So it, our our products can only function within a certain range of pH levels. And if your skin's pH is not optimal, products are not going to work. So I know I keep going back to vitamin C because that's what I believe people know, but vitamin C can lose half of its potency, 70% of its potency. If your skin acid mantle, if your pH level in the skin is not optimal. So a, a toner would um, I'm not going to say force, but it would usher your skin to a more correct pH level. After that, when we when we use so our toner is called uh, it's called Bio C peptide spray, which is a pay, uh, spray with a bunch of peptides and things that are going to help other things absorb better into the skin. Mm. Uh, and when we started, it wasn't actually a toner. Do you know Avion the thermal water spray? It made it always made us laugh that people are using, you know, the aerosolized water, they put it on their skin and they pay like 10, 20 bucks for it. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, let's make this that with benefits. So that's how it started, but it's very easy to balance pH in the skin. So that is part of what it does, but it also supports the skin microbiome, which is very important. Mm -hmm. So then our then we get into the nitty-gritty of the cleanser, of the uh, serums. So if someone is focused on aging, mm. which is laxity wrinkles, but also resolving the biological age of the skin. Mm. Rocare would be the most important serum because what it does, it really, in, in the end, it is a senolytic. It does eliminate senescent cells, blah, blah, mimics this, mimics that. But what it really does, it, it is like a genetic reboot. Mm. It increases the function of 14 different genes that lower with age, whether it's collagen genes, elastin genes, hyaluronic acid genes, uh, LUM, which is one of those genes that is very important because it's how your skin uses all of those molecules, et cetera. And we published a study and it's really cool actually. Um, and another one would be our bioretinol because retinol, what we're starting to learn, it is also a longevity molecule, but in general, it is a stimulant for cellular turnover, for repair. The uh, challenges with retinol is that it could be too weak, but it can also be too strong and damage your skin protective layer, your skin barrier. 
So what we do for retinol is that we mimic how your body uses retinol. So we match it with bio. So it's pretty strong. It's 0.5% all trans retinol, mm. but it's matched with biomimetic lipids, which are lipids that mimic how your skin creates its skin barrier. Uh, so we repair the skin barrier, what is getting damaged while the retinol is working. So that's something that, that we do. Um, and so this is kind of, if you're interested in aging as a whole, if hydration is your, is your issue, we mentioned the hyperbaric, uh, the, um, the adaptogenic HA firming boost, but we just came out also, uh, okay. But, but, uh, there's also, uh, another product which is really for, we all know about leaky gut, right? But most people don't know that you're going to start hearing about leaky skin in the next few years. So our skin barrier can become leaky. And that means that more stuff is coming in. It could cause like irritation, redness, flakiness, things like that. But it can also have you lose more water. It's called T-W-E-L, T-E-W-L, transepidermal water loss. Uh, it happens at night most mostly, but also during the day. I'm not talking about sweating. It's like evaporation. And by repairing our skin barrier, we're going to get more hydrated. But this is uh, like an all-encompassing product if we need to repair skin barrier. And that's pretty easy. If you spray our Bio-C peptide spray and your skin tingles, that's a good idea, that good indicator that you have skin barrier issues and that you should correct that first. Um, moving on, but it also, but it is also using have you have you heard about c60 I think I, yes i have yeah c60 yeah. is 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 like the world's strongest antioxidant by far and we are using a type uh, or or a sister molecule to that that is skin specific it's called um, lipochromin 6 mm -hmm. and so it's like 20 times stronger than vitamin c uh 11 times stronger than idebenone which is like supposed to be the strongest one so that is there too. So we're doing what we're rebuilding the skin barrier, but we're like biohacking it. We're super, like superhuman skin barrier. Um, but that's as far as like hydration. So we apply those serums if we want hydration, mm -hmm. then, um, if we want to treat, um, pigmentation, mm -hmm. then we can also use the skin barrier one, because that's also important for that not to have more and more, uh, pigmentation, but the bioretinol is going to be our most important one. Um, and if we are talking about acne, we have this really cool serum that we actually made in the beginning to improve red light therapy mm. because we isolate EGCG, which is the antioxidant in green tea, but because it is a, a full spectrum compound, it has other ingredients from green tea. It is also antimicrobial and anti-inflammatory. Uh, so this is what you're seeing when you're seeing acne is not acne acne is or acne is a slang word right um but um what we are seeing is the inflammation caused by p acne bacteria or by p acne bacteria clogging our pores and that causes inflammation so we're resolving the apparent signs of acne and then if we're using bioretinol on clogging the pores and stuff like that that could can cover acne as a whole Again, we finished with the serums. Great. It one moisturizer for all, one eye cream for all. And if we want to boost anything, we apply our hyperbaric oxygen therapy mask overnight. 
that also increases hydration dramatically. So you're asking, some people are, are going to ask, oh, but you know, I've heard that there is like a day cream and a night cream, stuff like that. So if you apply their hyperbaric mask after our moisturizer, that's, I mean, you're not going to need more hydration. <laughs> so uh, that is, that's the entire line. The entire line is basically like the same for everyone. And the serums are going to be where, where you're changing anything. We do have uh, products that are more more complicated that are sold through people such as yourself that kind of you need to know you, there are not many, but you you really need to know who they are who they fit. Um, really like if we need a specific specific uh, gene to function better or things like that, but they are we believe, are are very expensive to make for us by the way they, we we make them more as a service to the public and uh we make sure that they are used in the right hands yeah. um yeah Beautiful. Wow. And I must um, also say cuz uh we will probably be getting it in the clinic too is your sunscreen. Yes. Okay. So yeah, so so that's that's again that what we try to do there is say what we are doing is a more of a that's why it's called a bio shield. It is a shield from the the stressors that cause extrinsic aging. And that is if you are, even if you live, you know, in Australia under whatever, under where the sun has, you're getting, you're eating sun for breakfast, okay? You are, if you're in an office, yeah. if you are driving through a city, whatever you are doing, uh, if you're next to Wi-Fi, flying, whatever that is, you are getting bombarded with other types of energy that our body has no idea what to do with. At least, so if just if we talk about pollution, why is pollution so harmful? Because pollution has free radicals that are not oxygen-based. So we all know about oxidative stress, right? But there are free radicals that are not oxygen-based. They are carbon-based. They are nitrogen-based. So these are something that our body has no idea how to... It doesn't have... Um, our, our body's natural antioxidants mm. do not do anything to these. And these linger around and create wreak havoc. Mm. Um, so we have to have something that treats them. So we have lipochromin 6, this antioxidant that's not only an antioxidant, it also is the only one that dispels these types of free radicals as well. Mm -hmm. So it's the only one that has that triple action. So it's, I call it a, a broadband antioxidant, antioxidant or uh, or uh, anti-free um, nice. radical, if you would. But also but also this peptide that help helps your cells rebuild themselves after exposure to EMF or mm. to blue light. Mm. Um, so we really try to cover everything that your skin can, can experience as outside damage and try to mitigate it. And last but not least, it took us four years to develop just, uh, just to give you an idea. Mm. Um, we have, we believe that we have solved the, uh, the problem with zinc oxide um, it does not leave a white cast. Yeah. Uh, anyone in with any skin color can use it without having a white cast. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's not because we nanosize the ingredients because that makes it really less effective. It's because we blend it with iron oxides, which has this pink, pinkish tint. 
-hmm. and they blend to any skin color, black, white, I don't know, uh, Irish, whatever that is. I tried it at the conference in Vegas and it's beautiful and it feels so lovely on the skin like all your products do. I was blown away by the actual, the, the, the I can't say it's sensual, but the actual texterity of everything that you're feeling on your skin with the products. They blend beautifully. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, is it isn't it part of that placebo we talked about before? Like, we can't make a sh- shitty, sorry, shitty user experience and uh, hope that people are going to enjoy and feel love to them, to themselves, to the products when they use it. So, we believe everything should should kind of go together. Absolutely, and you know, skincare is no different than service. You know, it's a service. How yeah. Yourself um, to people. It's also your product is is showing that as well. So yeah, no, I absolutely love that. I think actually yeah. today, yeah. sorry to cut you. Today we we ate at one of the best restaurants in Florida. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. If anyone is ever in South Florida, it's called Pinch Kitchen. They're incredible, mm-hmm. but our waiter was not good. <laughs> and when we said, "Hey, you know, the coffee is burnt." We could hear her all the way from the kitchen. Burnt, burnt. I don't know what burnt means. Burnt. And I'm telling you, like, the whole experience of this amazing, amazing restaurant went south for us. So I agree with you. You know, it's it's there's so much there that needs to happen for you to have the best experience, right? Absolutely. So many moving. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Now, Amity, I'm going to put something to you because I, we're, um, I don't want to keep you too much longer, but I feel no, we might do in a few months, depends on how long you think it might be a good idea for follow-up, I will take on board a routine and then come back and maybe do another podcast with you and then talk more, which I wanted to get into a little bit, uh, about biohacking add-ons and addition. Mm-hmm. And then internal skin support or internal skin health that we can then talk about. So I think that might be a nice part too, possibly. Uh-huh. Then have a yeah, little- definitely. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, yeah. I think it's a great idea. You know, um, if you know, and, and kind of last thing, I think everyone should notice that um, there is a limit to how many skincare products a company can sell you, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're even if you're a person that is willing to use, um, you know, 15 products every day, there is a limit. So what you're starting to see skincare companies doing now is creating supplements together with, with uh, their uh, products. And a lot of, we actually have tens and hundreds of people um, emailing us. Hey, when are you guys making a skincare skin supplement? Because they listen to us talk or whatever that is. uh, And they think we're going to do a good job. And in, one of the things that I say is that this is, we're going to be lying to you if we said we made the best one. That's not our expertise. Okay. There are people who are legit wizards in, you know, one of the people I look up to is Karan Kershan, which is uh, the person behind Microbiome Labs, which is a wi- legit wizard. Mm. Um, well, he's amazing. So he is incredible. So, um, why would I, and he has, by the way, a skin probiotic, which is amazing. So I prefer in, in like, um, recommending the best modalities, whatever that is to go together with our skincare. And then we also gain better results in the end from our skincare. So I love, I'd love to do, uh, another podcast talking about different modalities that can improve it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And I would even like to dive more into 
that trauma in the skin. So let's absolutely the public. I think that would be incredible. So Amate, tell everyone where to find you. Just quick links, and then obviously I'll put all that in the show notes as well. Uh, but just give us a little quick rundown of where to find you. All right. So obviously younggoose.com. Um, young like the bird. Uh, sorry, young like the age. Bird like uh, uh, goose like the bird. Younggoose.com. And we have a really informative Instagram page, um, which is still managed by Anastasia, who's my partner. Uh, she's not letting it go. Even, even though we have like three other people on payroll to do that, she's still like there every day, all day. So um, young <laughs> underscore goose underscore skincare. Um, I highly recommend following us there. I think we are, we're giving out great content and, um, we are also, we also have our own podcast, which we're trying to give all the other, we we're on other people's podcasts. I talk about skincare in our podcast. We, we go over every other modality that would help the skin. Right. So, um, that is called biohacking beauty. Uh, we talk uh, about anything from stem cells to breathing. Okay. Um, so go mm. ahead. Uh, any, in, in any type of way you consume a podcast will be there. If not, that's a problem. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, and I'll be sure to put that up as well. Cause there is yeah. some fantastic information on that podcast uh and i'm due to listen to much many more of your episodes i haven't gotten through all of them (laughs) uh thank you so so much for coming on amate and giving me all of your time this morning and night for you um (laughs) i will definitely be in touch within the next few days to get myself sorted and then we will in the next few months try and lock in a date to then have a follow-up part two which actually i'm really excited about again sounds fantastic yeah thank you so much it it was absolute fun yeah amazing well i will see you very soon (laughs) all right Thanks for listening to the Revital Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Revital Health, as well as our website, revitalhealth.com.au, for upcoming podcasts, workshops, and speaking events. Find out about specials happening in the clinic and all the show notes and links mentioned in the podcast. Please remember that this information discussed here is general information and is not intended to diagnose or treat individuals. Please speak to your healthcare professional before embarking on any new treatments, lifestyle changes, medicines or supplementation to assess your suitability. Have a wonderful day and we'll see you again soon.